Hello and welcome back to Defender Resolves First, an unmatched podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tommy Elliott, and with me as always is the ever-charming Sidious256, also known as Mike. Mike, how's it going today? As always, a wonderful day, an evening, if you will, a league of legends, if you will. Wow. That was really corny. I don't know that I loved it. Yeah, so it's true. We're coming at you again just a couple of days after the last podcast. Cannot believe we're spoiling you with so much content, but we have much to discuss today. We're hopping in. We're going to discuss the legend of UM League, which is a really cool website that most of you are probably familiar with. But if not, you're going to get all the details today from its creator, Frank. We've got Frank on the line. Hi, Frank. How's it going? Hey, uh, good evening. Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And then we've got uh, the man who runs the bot you love the most. We've got Chad, Chadicular, Dedicular, whatever you like calling him. Just don't call him late for the podcast. Chad, how's it going? (laughs) I'm doing well, doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Mike and I are super stoked to have you. So, Mike, there's something we like asking everybody, isn't there, when they come on our podcast? You know, I have to say, it's one of my favorite questions of all. And let's start with Frank. Frank, what is your unmatched origin story? How did you get into unmatched? Oh, I love it. So it it can be summarized in two words. Mousetrap, actually, uh, ironically. So at the beginning of COVID, like all these, uh, I've heard, I've listened to all the podcasts, maybe everyone, given the timing of unmatched release, uh, etc., has kind of started with COVID for the most part. But I was looking for games to play with my kids, games from my childhood, and uh, I was thinking of ones like Mousetrap, uh, which is the first one that I ended up getting, and it was a hit, and I was thinking about other ones, and I came across Fireball Island, uh, and I came across Unmet, uh, Restoration's website when I was on there, um, was looking at Fireball Island, and then I noticed uh, Unmatched, and I started reading about it, I'm like, man, that sounds like a really cool game, and I just ordered it, and then... To be honest, it kind of I, I wanted to play it with my oldest, who I guess at the time was eight, seven, nine, eight or nine, and uh, we gave it some time, and then I like probably pulled it out a couple weeks later, and we started playing it, and that was right, I think, literally maybe a week after Jurassic Park was released, and then went right into uh, uh, right into Cobble and Fog, and from there uh, I found the Discord shortly thereafter. I think the first tournament happened at that time, and then the rest was. The rest was history. You love to see it. Yeah, Yeah, and let's go over to our greatest basketball player, this side of the Discord. Good old Chaticular. How did you get into the wonderful Unmatched? What is your origin story? Yeah, um, this is a fun question. So uh, basically, I I used to play a ton of board games with my neighbor, um, and uh, he basically moved away. Uh, and I hadn't seen him for forever, but I remember that he went to college in the same town that I currently live in. So I, I hit him up and said, hey, you want to hang out? And he said, sure, I got this great new game I think you'd love. Uh, and at the time, I was playing a lot of a game called War Chest, um, which is also kind of an abstract strategy game. So it's, it's very similar, but <clears throat> definitely doesn't have the cool artwork and cool miniatures. Uh, so basically, we, you know, we started playing. And he had Volume 1, <clears throat> Little Red and Beowulf, and Bruce Lee. And so after we played, I went ahead and bought all the sets that he didn't have so that the next <laughs> time we got together, then we played with all of those. And so from there, I found the Discord. I found uh, Zero's uh, YouTube channel, and I started watching a lot of that. <clears throat> and then uh, shortly thereafter, I joined... Uh, Zero said, hey, I'm looking for someone to do the playtesting guild. Is anyone free? And I was like, you know what? I'll let other people respond. Um, You know, it's Zero. I don't necessarily know if I could play well uh, enough for that. And so then he basically, you know, a week later or maybe a few days later, he said, hey, still looking, haven't heard anything. So I reached out and said, hey, I'd love to play. And he's like, great. How long have you been playing the game? All that stuff. And I think he thought since I had only been playing the game for maybe a month or so that this would be, you know, maybe not the best stream or, or whatever. Um, but you can catch the video because I, I too owed him in that uh, in that tournament stream or that uh, not tournament <laughs> uh, in that playtesting guild. So that's that's how I started on a very high note. <laughs> that's awesome. Is your 
friend who introduced you to the game? Is he part of the community online too? No, uh, unfortunately not. I've, I've been trying to get him, you know, to, to join, um, but I don't think he's very interested in, in playing, uh, I don't know, competitively or just, uh, I'm not quite sure exactly why he hasn't joined, but uh, I, I've been trying. <laughs> we, Mike and I have a friend like that here in North Dakota. His name is Tony, and I had to um, bribe him to sign up for the the current tournament, the winner of champions is on discord. He's Tony bear 13. And he was like fighting us tooth and nail. And now he's probably going to finish with a higher score. Gonna, yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, he's going to finish with the highest score of all of us. And ironically is he didn't want to join and he's going to end up with the highest score. It's, it's insanity. Yeah. He, he, um, he was like, I'll join the tournament, John, if you agree to read this manga series. And he thought that he had like, to use Frank's term, he, like mousetrapped me because he didn't think I would agree to it because I don't really read manga. And I thought, well, if it'll get you to play, sure. So, <laughs> so and here we are. Yeah. So that's funny. And you're reading books backwards now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's beating me in a tournament he didn't even want to join, and I'm reading books backwards. <laughs> that's, that's great, a, Frank. That's a good way of saying it. <laughs> yeah. So, so other than reading some books. Why don't we just jump right into it, Frank? What is the UM League? So uh, UM League is a website and a companion Discord uh, server that is dedicated to competitive uh, and kind of, I guess, competitive unmatched in statistics. That's kind of the tagline, right? Is about uh, a way to organize games uh, primarily between two verified players, and I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit, but... Um, right now, it's currently focused on hosting. It has all of the historical official tournament results and a, I think a decent set of dashboards. I think there's some room for improvement there, uh, but some statistics on those competitions. Uh, plus, we're hosting currently the, the Winter of Champions tournament. And then kind of what has been the, the new feature, the net new part of it, at least, is the, the ladder competition that we're running now, soon to be on a monthly basis. Cool. What made you want to start this whole uh, website? Yeah, so um, I bought the domain in probably December of 2020. So the idea goes pretty far back. Um, well, far and I was. Back. It's funny. We, yeah, it was well far back. Like it, it's it's an interesting to look at the community actually. Like the first person to help me figure out TTS and Discord was Sojourn, and one of the other first people that I played with was was Zero, and. Uh, you know, started getting to know people, but kind of been around for a long time. Um, we had at that time, we still do like things, great services like um, the the results tracking spreadsheet, the Google form, right, which was has a ton of, of data in there. Um, I also was like hoping to track my games against my son just to like, we like to kind of keep track of our own stuff. And so <laughs> then I was using... Uh, uh, a squared's, you know, unmatched.cards website right. to track my games. Cause then you can at least put your opponents in there. And I would say between the two of those services and like all the discussions, like probably around the time in December, uh, after Cobble and Fog had been around for a while and that first tournament had happened, uh, the Vorpal tournament, like there was a lot more discussion of the meta and about competitive and which fighters were good and which fighters weren't. And I just thought, man, it would be great to like have. I had this vision for a service where you could have verified fighters and like, you know, try to automate the collect, well, automate, but like try to collect as much structured data as possible between new, two known entities. And then also um, I, I kind of, after the first tournament launched in January of that year, was kind of inspired then by some of the, the way that things were being managed on that tournament. I'm like, man, we could really make a cool service out of this. And it just ended up taking a lot longer than I had kind of anticipated to get there, but that was the real uh, that was the real motivator was to just and to kind of give back. I feel like un the unmatched community gave me a lot through COVID. Honestly, like a lot of friends made, a lot of fun, and I think it was, I just felt it was kind of my a, a contribution that I could give to the community. That's super cool, man. Um, the other thing that I guess the other motivation and uh, that I would say is like out there is to actually and it's not available yet but i think will be this year it's within reach is to let people organize their own tournaments on the site so 
it's kind of community tournaments concept. If you wanted to run it with friends or people in the Discord, wanted to run one um, to hopefully let people spin up their own their own competitions. Probably starting with uh, single and double elim, and then maybe getting into some other formats. Oh, yeah, wow, well, that's super exciting. As you as you may or may not know, John and I came up with a format once that was I think I think it perceived pretty well at one point. So we we would love to see some type of implementation of that. Oh yeah, the weekend was blitz. That the weekend blitz. The okay, weekend yeah. blitz. Yep, Chad, you may you may know of that. You may have heard of it. I forgot. Did you happen to participate in that? I did not, but it looked like an absolute blast. That was where all the uh, fighters were in the different tiers, and you got more points depending on what fighters you played. Yeah, we might have to ban you from that, because I feel like I know where I want Bloody Mary to be, and you're just going to wax everybody, even if they played somebody like Sherlock, and... We don't. We don't need something like that. Um, yeah. No. The weekend. The weekend blitz was cool, but it's like, man, um, you've got fighters like John and and you, Chad, who like really excel with the characters who overall would be worth more points, right? Just because they're so they're so niche, they're so um, specific. So it was it was an interesting thing we ran into with John just like running the board. <laughs> Um, and I do want to say just something, uh, Frank, I, I think, um, you know, one of the cool things about UM League is just, um, you know, all the all the statistics kind of that you were talking about, like, you know, uh, when statistics are recorded and such uh, in UM League, you know, you can kind of look at each tournament and see how the meta has changed, how many yep. picks you know, Medusa has been picked and, you know, what what's her win rate, right? Like, looking versus Summer of Legends and Winter of Champions, the meta has shifted. Shifted, man. Amount. I mean, it's amazing how much we're seeing Medusa get played now. I think Yanenga's responsible for a lot of that because she forces some bands that aren't necessarily natural ones. But, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I left it off. I left off something kind of just, I guess, my my motivation part of this was uh, or part of the goals of the site was to have a deep discord integration and so you know chad is is on as kind of my my partner of the discord bot but my my vision for the site was that it is like a it's a series of of it provides a bunch of services you know like web services and things that should be you can use it through a web browser maybe someday we'll launch mobile apps as well um but also, you know, Discord really ideally should be an interface, I think kind of a, a first class interface for the site. So whether that's like someday logging a match right now, we have things like on, um, I think we'll talk a little bit later about roadmap, but, you know, we're getting the bots communicating with the site. It's pulling match results, posting match results. It's uh, pinging you to verify matches and stuff when you when you log a match. And so um we definitely want to continue to make that kind of a rich experience and, and interface for the for the site. Yeah, and you kind of mentioned that um, Chad worked with that bot a little bit. Chad, why don't you take us through that? You know, how did what did you see? What made you think, hey, I can work with this? And how how was it difficult? What, why don't we just pick your brain on that for a half second? Yeah. Uh, so basically, um, if I remember correctly, I was uh, just uh, practicing a matchup with uh, John uh, Zero. Uh, and I basically, he was like, Hey, you do software programming. Right. And I said, yes. And he said, do you want to hop on a call tonight? Uh, you know, at like 10. And I said, sure. So then, you know, Frank connected with me, um, and basically kind of reached out and said, Hey, here's what's going on. I could love some help, you know, with this. And I think we went through the phone call and you kind of demoed it through kind of what your desire was. And I basically said, okay, I think I can do that. And so I never, ever messed with Discord or automations or Discord bots or anything like that. So I kind of started from uh, ground zero. Uh, Frank had done a little bit so I was, or had some example stuff set up. Um, and so I was kind of able to kind of build off of that and then kind of take it to where it has been now with a lot of help from Frank's. Uh, APIs, which basically pulls custom data that he wants from the sites. So for example, uh, that one uh, thing that everybody who's in the UM League Discord has probably seen is that match results, um, you know, where it go ahead and basically says, hey, here's the game, here's who won, here were the fighter bands, you know, this was game one, this is how it ended. And basically Frank sends the data to me uh, 
to Discord, and then I kind of pretty it up and display it in a fun way there on the Discord. Um, well, so, I tell you what, yeah, it, it does look got... pretty. It does look pretty. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, Frank, we have Frank to thank for all the custom emojis because I think those definitely make it look that much better. <laughs> oh, those. But that's that's a nice part of having your own server. You can do that, uh, create your own emotes or emojis. Yeah. Adding the pig ban was amazing. I tr- I truthfully think too because I don't think that was originally in there for the winter of champions. Was the pig ban wasn't quite in there, but now now that it is, it's it's hard to go without because at least you get a because because I think a lot of the times a lot of the questions were what was your first pick or what was your blah 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 pick and now you just get it like, it's just there. Yeah. So. All right. So the site's been up and running for two months now. Um, how's how's it going? How's it been working out? Uh, it's been great. I mean, honestly, the response to the site has been, uh, it's kind of exceeded my expectations, I would say. Um, I'm just looking and pulling up some some current numbers. So we launched the first ladder on February 11th. The site had been live, kind of a few people knew about it before that point, maybe for about a week. Um, we had said, you can go on, log some friendlies or like check it out. Uh, at that point, I think all of the the previous tournament results had been up there as well. So some people were kind of had been poking around, but I think we enabled people to log in for about uh, a week before that. So yeah, February 11th, um, the response has been amazing. We're over 200 people registered on the site. Uh, I think um, uh, as of today, uh, the 31st of March, we're at 195 users on the Discord. So pretty close, which is good. I'd love to see everyone, uh, you know, you'd love to see love to see it love to see everyone uh from the site sorry i'm trying to plug you guys i couldn't quite pull it off but um you know from the from the website on the discord so i i like to see those two numbers close together and from you know just the overall kind of logging perspective we're just under i'm looking at this is just under 1400 games logged on the platform wow time. so yeah so wow uh and yeah, that's pretty pretty crazy, right? That's two hundred and forty-two friendly games. That's uh, three hundred and twelve games coming out of the tournament, and then uh, eight hundred and thirty-three ladder games have been lost. My goodness, in, uh, I you know I thought it. If you if you asked me what the number would be, if I would honestly say like the ladder games would be at about three hundred. And you're telling me it's a, over eight hundred? I mean, I re- I remember that first day. If anybody remembers that first day, yeah. like I do. It was it was a it was a who can get the most games in at the quickest time and you know because yeah. everybody wanted to do it. I think it's wonderful. I think what you did was amazing. I did not expect the, as great of a response as we got, especially that first day. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. How okay? It's, can I have that number again? How many total matches was it? Uh, those are games. So I have another. Games. Hold on. Let me pull up uh, matches too. Let me no, see if yeah. Let's get the that games number again, just real quick. I want to see something. Uh, okay, let me. I'll give it to you. One second. It is. We had uh, friendlies. It's two hundred and forty-two friendly games. Three hundred and thirteen uh, winner champion games, and eight hundred and thirty-three uh, ladder games. So obviously, those are across a fewer number of matches. That's that's pretty, on pretty average. Close. On average, you're getting 29 a day since launch. Yep, logged. That's pretty great. It's great. It's funny you talk about the launch day. I, w- I wish I could. You know, we're on an audio podcast, so I can't. But we peaked. I mean, the site did really well. There was so much uh, like hype in traffic on the first day, and so like my uh, my viewership, unfortunately, is kind of has like. Uh, my my yeah, and the visits uh, on the site are like they've stabilized. But I you know that that launch weekend, so we hit a on on Saturday, uh, February twelfth, four hundred and two unique visits, which was great. And I would say we're averaging now around two hundred a day. Well, that I mean that launch, the ladder launched, which was everybody yep. was so excited about yeah. the whole new format and everything. Yep. Um, if you want to kind of talk a little bit about what the ladder is for anybody listening who might not know sure so the ladder is a way for us to i guess um provide a competitive format that is still um that i guess takes less time it's a little more focused so there's a pool of of 10 fighters a limited number of maps and then uh the idea is the the more games that you win especially that you win in a row 
uh, the higher you progress up the ladder. So there are uh, five different tiers, uh, bronze, silver, gold, hero, and legend. And, um, you know, you have their different thresholds that you have to pass to get through. And yeah, you have a, a limited number of fighters. It's still blind pick. So, you know, you get some pretty interesting matchups and it's, yeah, it's proved to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Chad, how, how, how far did you get in our wonderful ladder this wonderful season one? Yeah, so season one, uh, I, you know, so for those of you who don't know, throughout this uh, tournament even, uh, I have uh, had a child. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, congrats. That's awesome. Yeah, congratulations. Dadicular, right? So That's right, yeah. Um, yeah, he's doing great. Um, yeah, I mean, but talk about a priority shift. <laughs> so I went from uh, heavily playing uh, the ladder uh, to not really playing too much, but I was able to make it to hero, which is one before legend. Uh, and then I kind of was like, you know what? I'm pretty happy with that. I don't, I don't really need to try and get all the way to legend and such. So. Yeah, Frank, I don't know if I can honestly say, uh, I've seen you play too much of the ladder. Do you? How far are you? If, you, if you've paid attention, you know that I've, I've had one of the first games. I think Baked Goods actually might have logged the very first game of the ladder. Um, it was amazing how quickly the results went up. I think it launched like 11, 11 a.m. my time, and uh, so it was in the afternoon Eastern. Um, so I played on the first day. It was def- I think it was definitely John's uh, Zero Skaters uh, first game, and I lost. And so I thought, you know, it's... It's just that's just perfection. So I actually haven't <laughs> logged a game since the 11th, which is funny. I mean, I, I think from a time perspective, um, especially after, like, especially right after launch, and then probably for the, several weeks after that, until my my day job kind of picked up a little bit more, uh, I just spent all my free time working on the website. Yeah, we I, was, had, I was. We also had Winter of Champions launched uh, around that same time, and so. There was work to do to get the site ready to do the Swiss and everything. And so, yeah, uh, my unmatched time was spent not playing the game <laughs> normally until the t- until the tournament started, but uh, but was working on the site. Yeah, I was going to what I was going to mention was a lot of people may not realize that he might not be as involved on that side of it. But what you don't see is how much time he really does put behind the scenes and everything that he does for the website. Um, I hope it really doesn't go as unnoticed as it may seem um, because it's, it's a lot of time because it's your free time too. It's not just, I can do this at work. It's, it's, you know, time away from the family, even the kids and so on and so forth. And it's, it's a lot, it's not easy. Yeah. It was a big, uh, it was a, it was a big focus, I guess, in the timing on the site, you know, I, I, I started messing around with it, I guess that, you know, in the winter of 2020 and then I kind of picked it up in earnest, like the summer in that summer, like June, I was, it had been floating around. I'm like, am I going to do this or not going to do this? And decided, okay, I'm going to commit to it and started working on it. And then, uh, I was sharing earlier. I really had a goal of getting certain functionality up by Gen Con. And then I ended up having the back out of Gen Con. I think that for me was like a, too, a huge demotivator. And like the month of September, I really didn't deliver very much. And then I was like, all right, are we going to make it happen? Is it, are we going to, am I going to do it? And in October I committed and really spent like a lot of time getting, getting the site going and up. So, uh, but yeah, it was a uh, totally worth it. The response has been great. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. And I would love to just take the time since we were, uh, and we are talking about the ladder just to go ahead and plug it for, for anyone who's, you know, interested, uh, just, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, just like if you want to play good competitive games of unmatched and kind of, you know, just play with, you know, people of similar skill levels and stuff and just kind of feel good about progressing and winning. I mean, it's amazing. It's a lot of fun. You can get some crazy matchups that won't always come up in like tournament with the current meta and all that kinds of thing. And they're very quick. I often could get two to three games in in like an hour or hour and a half. So it's definitely way different than like a tournament match where it might take you two and a half hours sitting down, you know, dedicated time towards that. So for anyone interested in kind of playing competitively, but they just missed the last tournament or whatever, I would highly recommend checking out the ladder. Well, the the first season's wrapping up. 
by the time everybody listens to this episode, it'll, it will have been done. So how did it go? How, how do you guys feel the first season went? Um, is there any lessons that you're taking away from it as designers and developers? Um, I can start. I know from, uh, I think from the format, it was pretty well received. We did, it's hard to gauge like interest. I, I would say if we looked at the stats over time, uh, they probably, the number of games per day has dropped since, you know, from the beginning. And so the, the season length felt a little long. So we're going to go from two month seasons to one month seasons to get more variation. Okay, it also cool. lets us pull in the new fighters more quickly is now that we're going to probably be getting new sets pretty close to every month now for the rest of the year it's an exciting thought right or at least uh every every other month which is cool um so shortening the seasons and um otherwise i think the things from the site like lessons learned you know the probably just a lot of like usability improvements navigation making it easier to like check out people's records and stuff a lot of the most of the data is out there that you want to get to it's just not always the easiest to get to it. You can go find it. So, um, you know, from my side, definitely that. And I, I guess I'll let Chad talk maybe about some of the things that we have in store for the the, the bot. Um, some of it's actually already built and we just need to test it out. And so I uh, will hopefully have some more interactivity with uh, the Discord in the next season as well. All right, Chad, give us some teases. You know, we, 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 love, we love teases in this community about what's coming in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I would love to just start off by one of the things we learned is we had basically a bot mention code trigger that was running. So anytime anyone responded to one of the matches that the bot would send, it would send me and Frank a little <laughs> notification on there. So anytime Hat Chowder asked, what happened? We got a notification uh, in there. So That's we very, it took us a little too long, but we turned that off. So we no longer get notifications. So that was definitely a lesson learned to uh, turn that off as quickly as we can. Um, but yeah, for the uh, for stuff that we have in store, one of the biggest things that uh, we're looking at, just kind of a, a quick little hit, um, is when somebody levels up, and basically they go from bronze to silver, then their Discord tag will basically have a little silver emblem by it, and it will notify everyone, hey, this person has leveled up. Uh, we don't want to necessarily do it for all ranks, but like when somebody reaches legend, we might say, hey, congratulations. You know, The bot, for example, would say that, stuff like that. So that's one thing that we're just trying to do. Um, it's actually those few people that are on the website but aren't in the Discord actually caused a big problem with that because sometimes you couldn't find the user in the Discord and that was causing an error. So I had to take a few days to figure out exactly how to solve that. Um, so that's one thing. And then next, one thing that we've been working on, there's just kind of a something we need to make sure we can get working, Frank and I. But basically, we want the whole match verification process to be done on Discord. So you will get a notification and it will basically say, hey, you know, go, please make sure to verify your match. And it has that link that you will select to go to the website in order to verify the match. Hopefully, you will have two buttons in the Discord in your DMs where you can basically say verify or dispute. And if you select verify, the buttons go away and you're good. It's the exact same thing as if you did in the website. If you select dispute, then it will ask you why you're disputing it. And then it will go ahead and shoot another message to Frank, myself, and a few others to go ahead and take care of that. Yeah. So those are two of the biggest things I would say we're excited to hopefully roll out here shortly. That's yeah, exciting. Thanks, yeah, that's a great, great comment actually on, so just, the whole like dispute functionality and I think how how that will work. So that's something that it's funny. It's like a feature that just never got put in. And I was kind of like, well, let's see if it's really an issue. And I think people wanting just to correct their data. So maybe we might not call it dispute either. It might just be like reopen or, or modify or whatever, however we end, end up kind of phrasing it. But uh, I think we definitely want to give folks an opportunity to one, have me not be the bottleneck for fixing match data. <laughs> and, uh, and then also letting people like maybe delete their friendly matches that aren't in completed status and some other stuff like that. So 
don't know if those are really lessons learned, but this is kind of some uh, straggling features, I guess I would say that that will get out there. Cool. Yeah, like I think one thing we saw was that somebody had said, hey, you know, I accidentally submitted this form with Alice instead of Little Red Riding Hood, who was the fighter. So stuff like that, hopefully we can go ahead and, you know, basically add a button where you can just modify it. And yeah. as Frank mentioned, it won't get bottlenecked with it. That was our... Um... I was going to say that was Tony. <laughs> that was absolutely Tony. It's funny, um... it actually reminds me, I don't think I ever went back and did that, so I should probably... Go back and oops. Look at that. <laughs> that was yeah. that was our previously mentioned friend, and we like we call them out. We have a like a Discord group chat, the Nodak Nukes, and we were like, Tony, what did you do? And he he goes, I don't know. I just always confuse him. <laughs> yeah, literally his words. I don't know. I just always confuse him. And like I heard it in his voice, the way he would say it too. It just yeah. makes so much That's sense. Funny. This guy who doesn't he can't keep Alice and Little Red straight, but he's beating us in a tournament. It's just. I, and so it's go. it's honestly it's great it's one of the things i love most about this game i'm so honest. glad he's doing it too i'm so glad he's winning man i'm so glad he's having a good time hopefully having yeah. a good time i should say yeah i i agree so uh one of the things that we're super super excited about having you on the podcast is it sounds like we're going to get some exclusive reveals for the second season of the ladder from you frank yeah, so I think since we're uh, this is gonna go live, uh, yeah, we can we can share what's coming up. So, um, it's this has actually also been in flux a little bit, and I think we're all kind of thinking maybe for the better. So initially, we thought we'd have two Marvel sets at this point, so we were gonna have six Marvel fighters. We all we definitely want to get all the new fighters into into the ladder as soon as possible. So it was gonna be six Marvel fighters, and then. Um, you know the rest, the other four, just kind of a selection, probably of of some fan favorites that were on the list that were requested. Um, and so instead of six Marvel, we've got three Marvel. Perhaps not surprisingly, so we got Ghost Rider, Moonlight, uh, Moon Knight, <laughs> Moonlight, Moon Knight, and Nick, uh, Luke Cage. I almost said Nick Cage too. I'm uh, doing great on this one as Ghost Rider. <laughs> no, it's I, it's great. Um, it's great. Okay, but then, so those maybe aren't so surprising, but beyond that, uh, we're going to go with Beowulf, Little Red, Bloody Mary. Actually, Chad, do you know this yet? Have you heard this? No, he's celebrating. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I was on the... Oh, was you on yeah, the we were all in that call. That. It was, oh, man. For those of you who don't know, there's a, a designer group of... Uh, mostly whoever Frank decided that he wanted in. Somehow I snuck my way in. I don't know how. I, but I could I tell did. that origin story actually too, if you want to know. But uh, well, let me finish. Let me well, finish let's the let's reveal. finish the exclusive the reveal. reveal. So let's, uh, kind so of interrupting. Bloody Mary. We've got Injen Muldoon. We've got Alice, Jekyll and Hyde, and King Arthur. Uh, and they will be battling it out on the raft, which is the new map from Redemption Row. Marmorial, Sunnydale, Soho, and the Raptor Paddock. Well, folks, you heard it here first. A Defender Resolves uh, first exclusive, which I'm just giddy over. Um, I do have one question, Frank. There's sure. discussion about um, implementing the raft competitively. The item tokens, like there was some talk about that like a month and a half ago. Are you doing anything special with the raft? Um, To be honest... I've seen a little bit of chat about this. It's funny, like um, probably Gary and John and Josh and, and Noah, uh, the the TOs, have probably had more discussion about how how to handle the raft. Um, I think I what I my anticipation is that it will just be played like in the rules that you'll just okay uh, you'll mix them and then I'd like to see it randomized. I think in the rule book it says you can place them however you want. But I'd like to see them randomized so that you're not always able to pick one spot or another and get the same item, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see. So as of right now, not that I've heard of. I think cool. Google Play with the items. All right. A lot, of, a lot of map stuff coming this year. Yeah, there is. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, so for those of you, without the interruption that I graciously added, um, we're going to do Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, Luke Cage, 
Beowulf, Red, and Mary, all three of them were highly requested, I believe, um, for the, from the previous season. Muldoon, Alice, Jekyll Hyde, King Arthur, a lot of variants. And then, of yeah. course, the maps, Raph, Marmorial, Sunnydale, Soho, Paddock. I think it's going to be a wonderful lineup. I, I'm really excited for it. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, there is a group of us, kind of a designer group, who decides... Let's uh let's think of some of these great characters we could put together. I was there for the first one too. Like I said, I snuck in. Frank, you said you might have an origin story of how this designer yeah, group came. Yeah, to be. I mean, yeah. So um, it was interesting. It probably started with like my unmatched inner circle, which was like zero, and I got to know uh, wondering caretaker Joshua a bit and um, some others, and just running uh, Brian Neff from uh, from Restoration Games and some others as I was kind of working on things early on. Uh, Baked Goods was in there early as well, who had expressed interest in the site. And then uh, I think, Mike, like you were pulled in and like Noah were, was pulled in because of the ladder. It's like when we started brainstorming around the ladder, uh, probably it was like John had pulled in a bunch of other folks. And so I think that you got, you probably got included through that like hey we should pull in these guys because we've been talking about a ladder we think it'd be a cool idea um and that group got kind of big for a while and then uh after kind of found out who was the most active in the group it got a little bit smaller again so it's kind of you say development group but all i hear is um the unmatched community's illuminati (laughs) (laughs) kind of feels that way i don't know if i should reveal all the members that's 100% yeah. correct John and unfortunately this will have to be your last podcast because- <laughs> <laughs> yeah no kidding right sorry pal we uh, broke a certain rule so- oh man well if I have to go out this is bringing truth to the people is how I want to do it <laughs> oh man well that's super cool uh, I really like just like the concept and you guys have done great work obviously i mean i really like the site it's definitely driven me back uh into the scene so yeah i appreciate that i think you know sticking on ladder season two um we have a lot of um there's been so much noise within discord around some of the new fighters in the in, in the the Marvel set, <laughs> that's probably, you may or may not be aware. Yeah, yeah. It's been some uh, some conversation um, and whatnot. So we're, I think, there's a lot of people interested in the data that comes out of the ladder. So really encourage folks to go in there to uh, to put these fighters through their paces and uh, to really kind of let's let's see if if the hype is deserved and uh, yeah, what what we can do. In other words, everybody. Frank. Yeah, exactly. In other words, everybody room mover. Everybody room mover and see what happens. We don't like none (laughs) of this. None of this read between the lines. So, Frank and Chad, what you don't know is the episode before this, and you don't know because it's not out yet at the time of recording. The episode before this, we're doing a Redemption Row review, and we're going to talk about the room, the room maneuver, the zoomy zoomy, as I like to call it. So, yeah, I mean, it's we'll have discussed it, and, and that's kind of what Frank I think is talking about here is is everybody get oh, out and play this character. A hundred percent. So yes, uh, and I, I would encourage it. I mean, I think that's another really interesting use for the site. Not that we're not a data farm. People laugh about that too, and they're like, "Oh, I'm just collecting all of our data." You know, uh, not Google. It's uh, it's all open and, and available to everyone. But I do think it's really. Um, I think there are a lot of people interested in the data, so including people who designed the game, and um, you know, it'll be let's let's do it. Let's go out there and see if uh, if Ghost Rider really is is broken or not. Yes, no matter where you fall on this debate, uh, if you care about the debate, period, just make sure you you play and you log the data in the ladder. People are looking, important yep. people. So important people so are watching. That's that's how we're going to say that. <laughs> That's a great way to put it, John, because I I have often fallen on maybe, you know, my sword, even like debating fighter balance and such, uh, sometimes incorrectly. Uh, And I would recommend like, I'm very interested to see what this data shows and I I will wholeheartedly stand by those results. Uh, So I I would very highly encourage everyone and anyone to, to play that. Now, not saying that you exclusively have to play him in the ladder, right. but make right. sure to get your games in there. 
Um, and if you're playing against me, just know I'm picking Bloody Mary. So go ahead and counterpick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do, I'm gonna, do what uh, you will. <laughs> Chad, I'm going to pick Arthur, and I'm going to take you to town this season. Just, <laughs> just know that. I'm okay. T- All right. I'm, well, I... Sorry, you go. I was just going to say, I'm taking Excalibur and I'm shattering your mirror, so that's all there is to it. (laughs) All right, well, Infinity Mirror, man. Infinity Mirror. I'm going to call it out perfect. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's funny you mentioned, Chad, about being like, like falling on your sword with the fighter balance, because like, I... So anybody listening who listened to the last episode will know that Mike and I are kind of on opposite sides of the Ghost Rider debate, so um, I'm... I think we're both very invested in seeing what comes of this data. Cause I, like you said, however it swings, that mean that's where I'll, you know, I'll follow. So. I st- I'm going to think it's still broken till the day. I, I don't care, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm going to follow this. The is, data. This is it. We're going to, this is how, this is how we end the podcast, fellas. In a brawl. We're, we're done. <laughs> we're arguing oh. now. We said we would go until we argue too much. Oh, no. man. Um, it's science, <laughs> man. It's going to be data, you know, so we, we don't have to argue about it. No, yeah, it's going to um, be great. I think it'll be, awesome. be cool. Yeah, awesome it'll be great. Is what it was gonna be. Uh, okay. Like the, the now that the ghostwriter of it all has like sucked a vacuum into this. Uh, what, like moving forward, what do you think the future of UM League looks like? Okay. Yeah. So, um, some of it we talked about tonight. I think we're gonna have dip, deeper Discord integration. We're gonna keep mm-hmm. that coming. Um, community generated tournaments and then from my side i i like to uh the word i like to use to talk about the development of of um league is organic it came together organically meaning like you know it just kind of things were kind of bolted on and grew on their own as i needed to do something um i'd like to take a step back and just uh focus on some usability stuff like better navigation better analytics you know like standardizing if i'm looking at a chart uh, I want to be able to look at that data by uh, by competition, by whether it's a official tournament or like a friendlies, or I want to be able to exclude friendly data, or maybe look at this by fighter. And so I, I guess just making, now that we do have a lot of great data, like making it more accessible and then opening it up for people to host their own tournaments. I have, uh, I live in California and I had this kind of, dream of using the tool to like manage an actual league at like my local game store. So when we open back up and get out there, like maybe this is a tool that people can use for that. Um, and there's been a lot of talk about like, can you log matches against people who aren't on the website and all this stuff? I think we'll figure that out. Um, it's a balance between kind of how good we want the data to be and how open and useful we want the platform to be. But, um, uh, I don't know. We'll we'll make a decision on that. But yeah, I, I I hope people can go in and start making their own tournaments and use it as a tool to like just build more community and do you know fun competitions and stuff. Chad, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super excited for for this. Just even like ladder season two, you know, I think you know we'll get you know maybe somebody didn't have their fighter that they really wanted to play in season one, and so for example. King Arthur, you know, is a, a, a fan favorite, I think. So I think we're going to see a lot of uh, you people, think, you know, playing him a lot. Well, I think just because the, the most of the discussion about him is it, the state he is in the meta. So I just want to make sure people actually enjoy playing him, which I do. I do enjoy playing King Arthur quite a bit. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's uh, there's a few things that I've thought of that we I'd love to see to implement myself into the Discord. I, I just need to connect with Frank. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, having a kid has shifted pri- priorities quite a bit. So just, you know, we've both been pretty busy and it's been pretty hard for Frank and I to sync up. But I've got some ideas that I won't I won't talk about now just because I don't want to make I want to make sure they're possible. But <laughs> Uh, with the Discord implementation, I think it'll be it'll be some pretty cool stuff. Just like being able to navigate through some data just through the Discord. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, on that note, guys, Mike and I are super grateful for you guys syncing up tonight with us to to come on the podcast and talk to us and give some great information to the community. So thanks so much. I know that, like like you said, Chad, you know you've got the new baby, and Frank, I know you've got kids. So this is a real treat for us. 
Oh, this is fun. This is not only time. that, not that the viewers need to know this was super last minute. So I don't know how we pulled this together, guys, but thanks <laughs> um, to say the least. Um, yeah, really good fist pumps here, even though nobody can really see it. Um, uh, how, Frank, how, how do we want to plug this? What do you want to say? How do we find you? How do we yeah. find everything? So in the event that you're like listening to an unmatched podcast and aren't familiar with the website, it's it's. Uh, www.umleague.net so I would go check it out from there you can link to our discord and um, sorry guys uh, keep straight face That's, that was a good one that was a and, good one we're gonna uh, need it. yeah and then yeah so go go check out the website jump in the discord and um, say you know from there just have fun playing, you know, log some matches, go out and make some friends and uh, and have some fun. Chad, do you have anything that you want to plug? No, I don't. Uh, I have been recording all of my tournament games, so my hope is to maybe upload those uh, to YouTube or something. I don't actually, funny enough, the first match that I played in Winter of Champions was against Frank. Yeah. <laughs> the first match I oh, had Oh, yeah, was... the Dracula Sinbad game, right? Like there was like uh, a Dracula Sinbad. Sinbad. Yeah. That was a great and game. And then the Yenenga Sinbad, right? Or something like Yenenga that. Yenenga Sinbad and Yenenga Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Those were great games. They were. They were that was me. Fun, so. Yeah. That was an interesting one. But currently I don't have anything. Um, I think I might have something on YouTube from like, you know, a school assignment or something like back in college. Um, but hopefully, you know, in the near future I can upload those maybe edit those you know as i mentioned time is a lot more you know, important <laughs> now where <laughs> i've got more things to do so we'll see but yeah that, that's my hope with that i think i want to thank everybody for being here to this evening again once again i think it was an awesome one you know john what else do you think we have to we have to go forward with here well, our lucky listeners have been spoiled with two episodes in the matter of a couple of days, so it's going to be a little bit of a longer wait for the next one, but the next one is a super-sized episode. We're going to talk all things Winner of Champions Tournament. We're going to meet up with the uh, winner of the tournament, whoever that may be. Mike has his prediction, I know. I don't know if he wants to be so bold as to share it um, on the pod, but we'll meet up with whoever the winner was. We're going to revisit Everybody we talked to in our very first episode, if you guys remember, who had some really cool stories, we're going to revisit them and talk to them about how, you know, how their experience went the rest of the tournament. And we'll have some new faces to talk to, too. Basically, anybody who's got a really exciting story. So that is going to be an extra-sized, bona fide, super cool tournament wrap-up episode. Anything you wanted to add to that, Mike? Yeah, yeah. A couple of things I want to add to that. Um like he said, it's going to be a very long episode, so we might break it down into multiple parts. If anybody has any ideas of whether we should break it down into a couple of episodes, or if you should have it as one long episode, we are always open to the idea. Um, we always take all criticism and feedback as best as we can. Um, to note, on a side note, uh, every tournament I've been doing a joke, an inside joke with some of the folk. Um, I don't put it on the... I should, I should have started putting this in the actual community tournament, but I always say, who didn't make top 10 that's going to make it from the last tournament? Who makes it now? And I can successfully say, I think I might be 2-0. We're going to find out after this week's done. But last, year, last time for Summer of Legends, I picked Baked Goods, mainly because of his wonderful videos, and I played him. And I thought it was great. I think he's a great person, great player. And I was like, he's going to make the top 10. And I don't want to say John laughed at me, but he, he, he didn't take to my taking of that pick well. This year, I said it was going to be, or this time, I took Lemonhorst. And I said, he's going to be the guy who didn't make top 10 and will now. And I think we're working towards that way where he will. Um, I don't know where he's currently in the standings right now. I would love I'm to be correct. Him. You're playing him? You're yeah. playing him? All right. Sorry, pal. Um you're going down. I'm just kidding. No, um, I just, I just chose. Oh my I just, I just chose him just because I, uh, I saw what he did in that, uh, 
what was it the battle of legends tournament and then not only that i got to play him a couple times personally and he's i think he's just really good at the game so i'm going to keep going with that as for who wins it um because we have somebody who might top eight in this room with us right now i probably shouldn't say but it might rhyme with hero raider 12 um I just don't know how that guy is so vanilla and wins every time, man. Like, I just don't get it. Guy plays seven rounds and waxes everybody on the way through. Um, we all love a, we all love somebody to take him down. And if that's going to be you, Chad, let's do it. Let's get that Bloody Mary out there. I wouldn't be I wouldn't doubt it if you had Sherlock, Yananga, and Bloody Mary. If you got that lineup against him, he'd probably ban your Bloody Mary in that lineup, even though he has double counters for it. He'd probably still be like, nope, can't do it. You're the best Bloody <laughs> Mary player out there, and we all know it. Um, hey, with, yeah, with, uh, yeah. The funny thing is, uh, in the release Rumble tournament, Lemonhurst was in my pool, and we were actually the, the two people that got out of our pool the top 16. And so we've been talking a lot between before each of our matches about pick band strategies and all this stuff. And then we see we're matched up against each other and we're like, okay, so I guess I won't talk to you until we play. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> enemies turn. <laughs> Friends turn enemies. So, but best case scenario, um, if I too, if, if I beat him, he probably won't make top eight. If I lose, but I get one point, then both of us will make top eight. So if if I lose, but I get one point, I'll be happy because both of us will be top eight in it. Well, right, rooting, Al, I don't rooting know for both you, of you. I, uh, I don't know how to say it, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll slip you a dollar. And uh, you, that one dollar will be for one win is what I'm getting at. Um, I don't want to be wrong is what I'm getting at. I really liked me being right about this and i saw his claim to fame so um i think with that it's been great um anything else <laughs> um just to plug the email mike mentioned if you have any thoughts about splitting the the big bona fide you know bona fide is not the right word here but it sounds fun so i keep using it the big super size episode um if you want it as one long episode or you want it split across two days uh, just shoot us an email at defenderresolvesfirst at gmail.com. Always welcome to some to mail some questions from listeners, anything like that. We got some cool mail about the the book club already, which was really fun. So, yeah, any, any, anything you want to ask us or suggest for the podcast, or if you really want to come on the podcast to talk about some stuff, that we, we got some emails in regards to that too, so that was pretty cool. Just shoot us an email at defenderresolvesfirst at gmail.com, so podcast title at gmail.com. Yeah, and uh, I think, uh, as always, John, you know that the Defender resolves first. You love to see it, Mike. <laughs>